and welcome everybody to What the Hops. Brian and Eric here today. You know when it's just us two, there's going to be some kind of nostalgia involved. So earlier this month, there was a article from Forbes talking about a nice little hashtag for the month of February called Flagship February, where people are supposed to kind of search out flagship beers from breweries to try to keep the mainstays alive in a sense. What better to do than to kind of revisit a little bit of those flagships that Eric and I were drinking what, 10 years ago? Yeah, it's about 10 years ago. I mean, I guess, too, going back to the internet, too, and I'm sure everybody looking on Twitter and Facebook, you're seeing the, oh, 10 years ago, I was looking like this. Well, beer 10 years ago was nothing like it is now, and all of us know that. Oh, that, like, 10-year challenge <laughs> shit Yeah, that people are doing? Yeah. So this is kind of a sense, like a beer 10-year challenge, in a sense. I went to Premier Gourmet out of Maple, and decided to go and pick up some of the old mainstays that we were drinking back in the day. Yeah, 10 years ago, my waistline was also four inches smaller. (laughs) We'll get to that in a second, but why don't we talk a little bit about what's kind of been going on lately in beer around here, I guess. We had a couple of releases that we mentioned last week. Thin Man released their Glowworms and uh, Ukla de Mock in cans. Say that again? Ukla de Mock. Not even going to try it. <laughs> it's a Baltic Porter. All right. So. Yeah, ukulele to you too, buddy. <laughs> Resurgence has been killing it with all their releases. Buffalo Brewing Company released their Oak Cream IPA, which is pretty legit. And we had two breweries open up last weekend in Froth out on Military in Blackrock. And Beltline right over on the other side of 500 Seneca from uh, from Buffalo Brewing Company. It's funny because you can look from one or the other and you're basically looking at each other. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was able to get out to both of those. And I think I liked Beltline a little more than Froth from the get-go. But both had pretty decent beers and have a lot of potential. Once they really kind of get up and running and become mainstays in the in the scene it'll be fun to see what they're going to be doing froth what their style is going to be and just what they're turning out too you know yeah froth had a pretty legit stout um it was called uh mounds so obviously it was a coconut chocolate stout and that was motherfuckers uh, need to make almond joy yeah uh, i'm sure that's probably on the way if if they can make this the way it was raise the abv a little bit and kind of give it a little more body shit would be legit the uh my favorite over at beltline was their uh farmhouse that they had called this is and grabbed a crawler of that and, and get the guys to have it one of these days and we'll let you know what we think of it i already know what i think of it if you follow me on tap you can see what i think of it so what's on tap <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go first or you want me to go first with picking uh, our first beer for the yeah so our plan for this whole flagship February preview is Eric and I are going to kind of do blind taste tests where one of us will grab one beer and see if the other can figure out which one it is. And then we'll rotate and keep going through. I think we grabbed about, we should have maybe about nine or 10 beers. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) I'm sure we'll probably won't be able to guess any of them, but you never know. 
Yeah, he took Sierra Nevada Powell out of the mix, so right there. That's... Yes, there's no there's no Sierra Nevada. There's no Southern Tier IPA. We do know all the ones that we had. Well, at least I do. I'm sure at some point Eric's going to forget which ones I grabbed. It depends how drunk I am. <laughs> but there's going to be a couple of times I'm going to gag and be like, Ugh! We got the basics. The one thing over at Premier that kind of sucks. I mean, it's nice that you can grab single bottles. One thing that kind of sucks is the fact that they're a little old. Looking at all of them, the newest beer that we have in the bunch was... October. We had two from mid-October. Was uh, packaged in October. So we got some that were packaged in June and maybe even before that, too. They all make their uh, Best Buy date, though. Yes. Yes. None of them are... None of them are dead. So we'll see what the flavor is, see if we can figure out what they are, and have some fun with this shit. All right. Beer number one has been poured. Also, most of these beers that I grabbed are pale ales or IPAs. So it's that old school hoppy beer that we all used to love. I still I still enjoy it. Is so it Hop Devil? You're just going straight for the guest right away, huh? Yeah. I drank it. It is not Hop Devil. All right, well, that's an asshole. Is <laughs> uh, that dogfish? It is dogfish? This is dogfish 60-minute IPA. Buddy, this tastes like fucking, like, this one might be old. This is bottled on 72718. And that's the one thing, so when talking about this whole flagship February, that's the one thing I thought of when people are going to go look for these beers. You're not going to get what the beer's supposed to be, you know? If you're going to do what I just did and be like, hey, I'm going to go to the store and pick up a six-pack. And we're drinking a beer now. Most of, the, most of the stores that are in this area, you're going to find a six-pack of Dogfish 60-Minute that has been sitting on the shelves probably, you know, potentially in the sun. Three, four Potentially months. not, yeah. And it's, and it's not going to, yeah. It's not going to be fresh. So how are you supposed to judge it? And people are going to look and be like, well, this is why I don't drink the flagships. And part of me wonders, is is there a way that we can change that? I how, feel like this how, beer... How, is, how, does this, how does this change, you know? I mean, obviously our tastes have changed at one point. I'm sure we'll say it numerous times on here. But I feel like I'd rather be drinking this beer out of a plastic cup at like a baseball game. But it's I also, think it'd be more enjoyable in like a, like a warmer weather where you'd be like, all right, this works. It's also going to be on draft and probably fresher than this, though, too. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a guarantee, pretty much a guarantee. So the, the flavor is going to be different, you know? Yeah, like, because this does not taste – I don't want to say that it doesn't taste like it, but it doesn't taste – Like now that you know tastes, what you know what it is, you can kind of see it, you know? It almost has like a staleness to it. And I don't think from every time I've had this beer, we've never had that flavor yeah. issue. But also think about it too, like it used to move faster here than it does – no. Yeah. Like, what's the what's the biggest mover for dogfish these days, anyhow? The deuces of them. Uh... Well, I guess for six packs, you probably go sequench now, right? And sixty minutes is a great beer. Ninety minutes better. <laughs> ninety minutes, a very good beer. I mean, I thought I thought about grabbing a ninety minute, and I'm like, well, if we're gonna do we're gonna do ten of these, I really can't do all double IPAs. No. <laughs> you taste it too because that one's going to taste strong. That one has like such a distinct smell taste with it. I mean, it's the warrior hops, the Amarillo hops. You can definitely like I like how I like how your first reaction on like your first sip is like, "Okay, I taste a little bit of funk. This has to be victory." <laughs> yeah. 
Well, because years ago, I feel like even when we started brewing, you know, what, eight, nine years ago, it was kind of just like more hops, more bitter. Like yeah. you kind of get that vibe and it's not one of my same. One of my first ventures into legitimate craft beer, I guess, um, not Sam Adams. Well, Sam Adams back then was legitimate, which we also do have, so that'll be popping up at some. We point. didn't do Magic Hat either, right? We didn't. We didn't because I couldn't. That, you can't. You could taste that. I couldn't find any fresh ones. That's what it was. Harpoon might, either. I thought about getting Harpoon too, and I couldn't find anything. Those were outdated. So, if you happen to be listening, anyone at Premier or Harpoon or Magic Hat, you know, there's some uh, old beers sitting on some shelves that should probably get. Question about that. Should that beer be free then? See, I don't know. That's what happens. Like, I think what consumers, consumers will like discount them, right? Maybe. What else are you going to do with it though? Some breweries will go and they'll reimburse you for it. You know, now does Harpoon. There's no fucking way that's possible because my dad would exclusively just drink expired beer if he knew he could get it for free. Well, no, not. They won't reimburse the consumer, they'll reimburse the store. You know, or the distributor. So, like, like I said, my, my dad would be drinking spoiled beer all the time at this point. Are you sure he doesn't already? <laughs> he drinks OV and PBR. I'm pretty sure those beers are made spoiled. I'm still mad at the fact that we can't get OV bottles here anymore. Yeah, the nostalgia aspect of that. Like, yeah, there's, there's nothing like a 12-pack, but now you're just stuck with the 24s of OV. Which isn't necessarily bad, but man. Like, the thing is, though, it was like going to a bar and grabbing an OV in a bottle. It just felt great. Like going to Mohawk Place and getting a bottle. But you know what? That that bottle has a taste like, man. Well, no, Mohawk, is- Mohawk won't give you a bottle. Like, Mohawk learned its lesson. I think they only I don't think they only drop cans now. Yeah, but I'm saying this was years ago. Like, with Mohawk, too, it was just like, as you're sitting there drinking it, you're like, yep, this beer is going to totally give me a hangover as you're drinking it. Like, you could feel that, dude. I mean, I'm talking, well... I'm talking back in the day when we're going to Brick Bar and getting them exports, though. That's one That's one thing I wish that we got back. Yeah. <laughs> but we still can get gold in here. Yes. I what, think about what, buying golden all the time. The thing is, what would you prefer? Molson Golden or Molson Export? Export. Export. Exactly. But so, it doesn't stop me from drinking the golden because I got – that's a beer. Like We could have like my – Pretty much, if we talk nostalgia, really, it's just me just drinking a bunch of random molsons. When we when we when we do the dad episode, we'll 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 bust out some golden. Oh, dude, we're gonna have to drink Strohs <laughs> and like Natty Light. Yes. They, they don't make beer thirty anymore, do they? I hope not, because I'm not drinking that. Can we get Red Dog in New York anymore? Do they even still make Red Dog? I think we looked this up before. I feel like they still have to make it in South Carolina. I feel like it's probably the only, but they have to market it there. I want to start singing Petey Pablo, but he's north though. First time I had, remember having Red Dog. I don't even know how old I was. Probably not old enough. But I just remember drinking it warm and thinking, like, this tastes like salsa beer. Brian's turned now to turn around, and uh, I'm gonna pick something. And I'm gonna I'm gonna walk out of the room as I took a quick exercise break to work off that 60 minute. This one's darker than the Dogfish. Is this the Brooklyn? It is the Brooklyn. As I say, you can tell because it's a lot. Like it's it doesn't have that heavy hop. Uh, smell like knowing there, there's a hop aroma to it but it's like no knowing we had two lagers i'm like this is that lager smell yeah like, this isn't this isn't uh light enough to be one of those traditional ipas doesn't have that hop smell right off the bat it smells more like a lager and it wasn't dark enough to be sam boston so but this pretty much was like the intro to craft beer like this is what i felt like this is what you drank when you went to um pearl street 
like 10 years ago. Well, if we weren't drinking uh, Flying Bison, you know, around here, Brooklyn Lager is probably one of the OG legitimate lagers that you can get. So It's no Vallette, but or well, LA or whatever we say, but it's still, this is good beer. Yeah, no, this is for... I haven't had it in years, and this is... It's still it's still pretty good. Uh, what's the what was on the bottle? What's it the best buy on that one? Best before April of nineteen. So this still has roughly three months to it, and still tastes legit. Five point two percent alcohol. I mean, obviously this has changed over the years. I mean, the original label used to just be what the black label with the green logo. Yeah. You know. They did a lot of their bottles were just like different colors and like different like yeah specs or some shit. I mean, Brooklyn Brooklyn is still producing decent beers. Black Chocolate Stout. Elite beer right there when it comes to, like, wintertime beer. Bel Air Sour is a nice little sour like that well, you can their, get nut, They have a nut brown, too, don't they? Or brown ale? They got the brown ale, yeah. And that's a pretty legit one. Yeah, they got the, the pennant ale, I think. Oh, uh, the Yankee beer, right? Yeah, whatever it is. That's okay. I'm trying to think. Like, you know, it's something that, like, you, One, know, you don't really have a bad beer from them, but, I mean, nothing's ever like, holy shit, like, have you had that? One, a couple of beers that I want to, uh, a couple of beers I want to revisit are the Black Ops and the Sriracha Ace to see how those have been, because it's probably been a good, what, five, six years since we've had them. I think Sriracha Ace is usually what I look at and go, looks interesting, and then I just go oh, and move on. But that's like one something you see, like you're in tops, and you're like, fuck, I don't have much options here. <laughs> and there's just a bottle sitting that scene there, and you're probably like, probably from 2015, so. At least you know it's aged. And if it's at tops, there's no light getting to it, at least. You just don't know how it's been stored. I think people a lot of times think that like a lot of craft beer scene is now controlled by like millennials and you know millennials already get like a shitty rep. Well, I will say this, having been to a lot of bottle releases recently and going to places like Mortalis for crawler releases and everything else, the scene that goes for that kind of stuff is a generally younger scene. Sure. Um, It's kids like... Other half that just opened outside of Rochester, out in this area recently. Well, they're not officially open, but they're selling cans out of it. They start at noon, and there's already lines and stuff. And I'm trying to figure out, like, who the hell has time that's working, that that is a, just a working person, to go out and just buy cases of beer in the middle of the fucking day. And a lot of it is younger college kids. you know, Juggalos. Well, old people. Yeah, they could be sending their parents. People, some someone it could be like you know, you know, parents or just people that are retired too. Like I don't know, but you look you, at the pictures. You've been at places where there's a grandma in front of you buying beer and oh, buying yeah. up like cases of it. Yeah, for the for the releases for uh, was the Lawsons? No, it was the CBS and um, for Bourbon County. There's there's always this woman that goes out and buys shit for a fucking mailman and her grandson. She just poured down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> I see her all the time, though. And she's just fucking buying shit. And she pretends like she doesn't know what she's looking for. But, dude, she knows. She's single? I don't know. I should probably ask her, dude. I don't know. Get in that gilf game. There's some lady in Connecticut that was, like, offering (laughs) hugging services again. She charges, like, people, like, $80 an hour or a half hour to just cuddle with them. No, dude, I give good hugs, man. I should start doing that. Shit. I, I... 
I don't want to think I want to stay in someone's bed, dude. I got a problem with like. Oh no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about hey. What if they want to cuddle though? The cuddler, dude. Well, why don't you be like a hand holder? Can they have something like that? See, like, I'm not. I'm not necessarily a hand holder. It doesn't have to be necessarily like you want to be the hand holder, but people are going to do give you money for it. I mean, shit. I. I mean, I guess I could, but I don't know. You want a hug? I'll give you a hug for a buck. I'll give you a hug for free. Yeah, I don't want to shit in a public toilet, but unfortunately, <laughs> major calls, I'm going to do it. So, I mean, if someone's going to offer you money, I'm doing that for free. If you're out at a bar that doesn't have any uh, decent beers on tap and you see that. If you can get Leinenkugel or fucking, <laughs> or, uh, you know, what's, what's the orange one? Shock top. Or this. Yeah. You're going to go for this. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is a beer you get like on a boat. Like in like Lake George or something like that. It's like, what do you want? Do you want a Miller Light? Do you want a Coors Light? Do you want a Shock Top? This could totally be an airplane beer. Could see that being on the menu, being like, oh shit, I can get this. Last time I flew was like ten years ago, maybe. Eh. Yeah, it's two thousand nine. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, when are you really gonna fucking pay for them flights for fucking three kids? No, I'm terrified of flying. I hate flying. I took a Dramamine and just drank the last time. And I remember, I remember just people asked me they were flying. I flew from Air. I went from Albuquerque to Phoenix. Didn't know there was a time change there, so it turned out my my two hour wait was actually a three hour layover so I just like hung out there and drank and didn't really do much and then on the plane I just decided to start drinking Jack and Coke because it was either Miller Lite or Heineken and I just kept crushing like Jack and Cokes on there the people next to me would never been to Buffalo were like what we can't do here and all I could keep saying to them is Buffalo has chicken wings (laughs) like I couldn't like muster up any like real thoughts and then I got picked up from the airport my brother took me to partners and I think I met you at Vinny's later or no, it would have been um, Stahus. I think I ended up at Vinny's then. <laughs> Living with my parents again. Fuck. And then you moved in with me. Yep. I just want to say it's Boston Lager right away. Just by the look. It does. It's definitely darker from the last beer we had. That's fucking victory. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. I know the answer. There's no bottle pop. It was some fucking either Rogue or it, it's... You would have heard the can pop. <laughs> This room was from a bottle? What the fuck are we drinking? This is just like sweet maltiness. Wait, this tastes like homebrew beer. Uh, Great Divide. Well, I mean, we don't have Great Divide I know we don't. That's why it's... (laughs) (laughs) Ah, shit. I mean, so so flagship for Great Divide, would would the Yeti be the flagship? Yeah. I mean, maybe for them, like, if you're in there, it might be the DPA or the Claymore. See, I think, but I, I think, think Yeti's, Yeti's just kind of like the one that we flock to. But Yeti's more popular. You can get the basic Yeti year round in cans now. I see it more here than DPA. Like if I'm gonna get a if I'm gonna get a Great Divide during February, I think I'm going for a Yeti. Now, just the plain Yeti though, not any of like the barrel aged ones or anything like that. You know, or the or the variants. This is Burning River. Really? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Great Lakes is more of a malty uh, brewery, in my opinion. I'd say they're more traditional style towards their beers. I I just remember this having more bite. I forgot Great Lakes. Was this is also old, too. I mean, what's the best buy on that? Probably two years ago. I think it's February. Yeah, 311.19. Yeah, so this is like two two months before it's dead or like a month and a half before it's dead. So it's lost most of its hop profile. It's just straight malt coming through. Which isn't a bad thing. No, because I mean, it's more English and I'd say it's more English in the sense of a style for it. Like how pale ales actually were meant to be. 
I feel like there was a sharpness to the hops normally. Now, if I'm going flagship for them, it's oh, Ed- yeah, it's Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, if you're, I'm gonna call it almost called Edmund Fitzporter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Edmund Fitzgerald, their their porter is probably one of the best accessible craft porters you can get websites have labeled it as such too you can go in every like top 50 top 100 beers of the year it's generally in there too i mean over and over and over again so dortmunders won medals before yeah but that's traditional export style kind of beer and that's that's usually, fine that's I mean, what that's, they are yeah you know? all right so beer number four is my guess pretty much the same color as burning river got to be some kind of pale is this boston i've not had it yet well you poured it yeah i don't know what it tastes like oh, oh. no so, not so it's not so it's not boston no i just got the taste of baby of uh cracker jack at the end though i mean this isn't eric and bastard i know that it's not far off <laughs> this has to be victory right? yeah i kept saying it every time i had to get the fuck out of there I can't go lager to lager either, so I figured... That's what I was say. I'm like, you're not going to do that, right? You're not going to, like... Like, I was thinking, I'm like, are you going to try to pull the Boston? Like, am I going to play some bad game with you? <laughs> <laughs> it's always possible. All right, so, yeah, there's really... Like, I mean, there's a little bit of hop on the back end. There's, and, there's hoppiness to it as a bitterness. And again, okay, let's look at the... What's the best buy on this one? Never. <laughs> well, okay, I know your opinion on this beer. What'd you do with the bottle? Okay, so this beer is literally, like, a month away from being dead. And it kind of tastes like that. Again, this goes to our initial conversation where what are we supposed to do about that? Like if you want to participate and you want to drink these flagship beers, craft beer drinkers as people that are constantly looking for that. Let me get some comments on this. Like put this in on our Instagram or our Twitter or something like tag us. Let us know. Like I can go. I can go live right now. Oh, fuck this, dude. Oh, (laughs) bye. Nice knowing you, bitch. I feel like I feel the same thing about this beer now that I did 10 years ago. If you are looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Point, a topic that invites discussion or argument. Drinking points, topics that invite discussion about local history over a cold beer. Hey everyone, I'm Haley. And I'm Troy. And we are Drinking Points, a history podcast brewed for your enjoyment. Join us as we discuss history and brews from Buffalo, New York, and beyond. Find us on the Hopped Up Network. Oh, no. If you watched us live, then you saw everything that we went through. If you didn't watch us live and you're listening now, we'll try to do more random things like that more often and maybe not actually put them on the Every podcast. Episode or anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because this doesn't make for good radio, but it makes for what we're all about. Looking back at all this, when you're shopping the shelves, be sure to look at the dates on the bottles because something we definitely were, it makes it makes a difference besides something we like i want to say we already knew it was something we definitely taste the difference tonight and that was a continuous theme throughout the night if you end up grabbing a bottle this dogfish 60 minute is the perfect example of it it's 
five, six months old. And this isn't the beer that 60 Minute is supposed to be. No, but that also comes with knowing what you're drinking. Exactly. Don't shy away from the flagship beers. You know, it could be like me and uh, my hatred for the Hop Odd and Anderson Valley beer. What did I really get? Yeah. Was it that bad or was it did I get an expired beer? I don't know if I'd ever go buy a six-pack of it again. <laughs> but, I mean, that was seven years ago and I still think it was one of the grossest things I've ever drank. I have a friend that won't buy Great Lakes Nosferatu because the one, the bottle that he had was the most disgusting thing that he ever drank. Now, Great Lakes Nosferatu is an imperial red that is a seasonal. That's not going to work with me and you right here. No, for me, dude, 100%. No, that's what, no but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. telling that to us, like, that's not going to work. Honestly, Nosferatu is one of my favorite fall seasonals. Yeah. And for him to tell me that it was one of the worst beers he's ever had, like, I keep telling him to go and try it again because... I guarantee you he got a beer that was either A, sitting on the shelf too long, not stored properly, or just overall just didn't have, like, it was just a bad batch. So go and try the Victories. Go and try the Harpoons. Try to get them as fresh as you can because that might make the difference. So if you're sick of hearing us talk and you want to hear somebody else talk, go to hoppedupnetwork.com. And check out any of the other podcasts out there. The beer podcast game is strong, and it's alive and well at hoppedupnetwork.com. So go listen and check us out. You'll find all our episodes there. You can also find us on WordPress as well. Just look up What the Hops. You can find all our episodes there as well. And we're going to be starting some blogs, some reviews, some random bullshit. So we're going to get all that content onto you. Of course, follow us on Twitter and Facebook at What the Hops, on Instagram at What the Hops Podcast, so you can join in on whatever live broadcasts that we do and everything else. And follow me on Untapped at Brian WTH. Don't forget to stop using ketchup and participate in Flagship February. So, Buster. <laughs> on that note, what the hops? Awesome.